What's up everyone, Coach Ben here, and welcome to the BenchCast, episode 2. I'm here with at small arm, leg strong, Elvis the man, he's our Jim McDonald. What's going on Elvis, how you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. He's got his coffee here, we are on the Instagram live as usual. Always check out the Big Bench's Instagram, because when we are live, we are filming and you have a chance to interact with us on the podcast. So Elvis has got his cold brew coffee, am I correct? He makes his own cold brew coffee. Great stuff. I got my Starbucks cold brew coffee. I'm a basic white man. All right. You so can't compete with the pecan cinnamon roll. He's got a pecan cinnamon roll. That's the flavor of the week. Uh, what was last week's? Oh, man. Last week's was, uh, I believe it was coconut blueberry. Coconut blueberry. That was a that good was one. Good one. That was a really good one. All right, today's episode, we are going to recap the Arnie Classic. All right, we did this on a live show. We want to go into more detail here, all right? Awesome, awesome event. Biggest, probably, sports expo there is, I think, in the U.S. And uh, I don't really know if there's anything bigger overseas, but I know the Arnie is spread out. Um, They're in Australia. They're in, uh, you know, God knows where. They're all over the place now. I remember when it was just a uh, you know Columbus hometown Columbus type event, uh, but it has grown immensely. You got tons and tons of vendors that show up here, a uh, bunch of athletes. You know, right next to the powerlifting uh, venue, there was archery, and the reason I stopped by the archery is because they have a fantastic bathroom, much cleaner than the powerlifters. Because who the hell knows what's going on in there with what the hell they're eating. But those archery bathrooms, I'm telling you, they are a sight. They are beautiful. I stopped by there, and I enjoyed my bathroom. While you're in bathroom, I bathrooms, enjoyed my bathroom process. I have to disagree. The best bathroom in the whole expo was next to the pole dancing. Pole dancing. Was pole. that across the street? No, it was on top of the expo. It was second floor. The I best did not, bathroom. I did not catch the second floor bathroom, and I missed out on that. Pristine. Because there is no way I could do my business in the powerlifter's bathroom. It was not happening. We're all huddled up. You're pretty much touching each other in the urinals. Not my, not my cup of tea there. So we're recapping the Arnie. Um, if you are watching live, drop below. Have you ever been to the Arnold Classic? Interested to hear. Uh, if you haven't, are, are you planning on doing it soon? Uh, if you have, you know, what's your favorite part? Uh, please let us know. So what is the Arnold Classic? We kind of already talked about that a little bit. One of the biggest sports expos there is. Um, lots uh, lots of events. It started out as a bodybuilding, you know, strictly pretty much bodybuilding. That was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everyone knows Arnold. He probably got majority of us into lifting. And uh, he's, he went back to Columbus, and this, I believe, is where he won the Olympia a few times. But he went back to Columbus, and he wanted to make a big event. And uh, so he made the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic, and it's pretty much grown from there. Uh, more and more vendors, you know, supplements, and and the crazy thing is, it has used to be tons of supplement companies used to show up at the Arnold Classic, and I've been seeing over the years, it's been switching a lot more uh, clothing. Clothing lines are popping up, a lot of lifting clothing lines, and it has really changed in there from a ton of supplements. To uh, the clothing line, which makes me think, you know, that supplement 
industry is very, very competitive, and you know, now the clothing industry is kind of booming. We're seeing uh, all kinds of different uh, powerlifting clothing companies popping up, but a uh, really good sign for the sport. I see a lot of powerlifting-focused type booths there. Do you have a favorite booth that you had there? Oh, man, I don't even wear boots. No, not boots. Boots. <laughs> oh, of course, boots. boots. <laughs> oh, of course. I, I got to say, I want one of the Inzer belts. Inzer, Inzer was a good one. Right. Inzer's a great booth. They but got a... You know who popped up and made a huge, huge presence at the Arnold? Who's that? The Bang booth. The Bang booth. The Bang yeah, booth. they are always... They are rocking. That was a club. They are rocking at the Arnie. You cannot miss the Bang booth. They got you know, girls in bikinis dancing on a stage, loud music bumping. Um, that Bang energy drink. I'll tell you, I, I stumbled on that only probably a year ago. Um... You know, right before last year's Arnie, that pre-work or that you know energy drink, I should say, really kind of popped up. The Bang drinks. A uh, guy at the gym kept bringing in his Bang drink, and I'm like, "What the hell are you drinking?" He's like, "The Bang," and I was like, "Oh." And I have one. He brought one in once for me. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. You ever have a Bang? It. I I have an addiction. I have a problem. You have an addiction yeah, to Bangs. I, I think I've tried all the flavors. See, it's that it's that marketing at the Arnie. They are they are banging. One, so of, to speak. one of the best advertising campaigns. They paid Absolutely. all the Instagram models. It's just everywhere. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that was a that was a banging booth. Um, so, yeah, the, more and more vendors every year. Great event. Um, you know, they host some powerlifting. They are hosting uh, Strongman, which is really why I love to be there. I love to watch the Strongman. Um you know, that's that's really when we talk about our favorite part of Arnie, that's probably mine, is just watching those guys lift up there on the big stage. Some um, big men doing some big deadlifts. Yeah, they are huge. You don't realize how big those strong men are uh, until you see them up on that stage. You know, they are not regular people by any means. Uh, you know, you, you, there's a few documentaries that have been popping up on Netflix and whatnot, you know, showing, you know, Thor Bornstein, um, Brian Shaw, Eddie Hall, and they are as big as they appear. You know, through those documentaries, they are monsters. They're freaks. They are not normal humans. Um, but that's why they do what they do, and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I got to say? It's crazy because the Olympia competitors, a lot of them are our height. Yes, they're like six foot and under. Yeah, but the bodybuilders. They're definitely wider than they look in the pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, the bodybuilders. They are freaks too. I haven't seen a bodybuilding shoe that uh, show there. To be honest with you, have you, you ever stopped by that main? I did not stop have? by, but I did stop by to see Phil Heath. Okay, you gotta gotta, gotta stop by to see Phil Heath. Gift. That's the thing about the Arnold's. You got one main expo, right? You have the Columbus Convention Center in, you know, I, I say, the heart of Columbus, the city there, and then you have another. You have a bunch, a bunch of venues that kind of spread out throughout the the city of Columbus. You know, powerlifting's out in one section. It's really a fairgrounds, Columbus Fairgrounds. Um, and all these different buildings host different athletic events. Powerlifting has their own building, the road center. Uh, you have to take a shuttle to get over to the main Columbus Convention Center. So if you're thinking the Arnie's all in one spot, you are not correct. It is spread out all over the place, hosting um, all these different events and you know, there's, there's a lot of different events. I saw last year, I saw people, uh, we call it fencing. I saw people fencing. 
and you know, not to come out, you know, sounding um, a little racist, but you know, the Asians brought it. Those Asians brought it. You know, there was there was like regular white people, and there was Asians, and they were poking the shit out of them. Um, that was happening, <laughs> and I had a hell of a time watching that fencing. I had a great time. So they are just so impressive. You know, there's there's a lot of cool things there. The archery. That one I felt a little weird because it was mostly little kids, and I was kind of just sitting there with their parents, like watching little kids doing archery. But um, the pole dancing was incredible. it was interesting. Speaking of events, pole dancing was incredible. Pole dance. Oh, uh, did they have a pole dancing? It, it was it was upstairs, the second floor really? of the yard, next to the cleanest bathroom pole in the entire dancing? place. As in like stripper pole dancing type of deal. If you want to call it that. Wow. Yeah. So they have all kinds of athletic events. It's crazy. I didn't even know they had that. Uh, but if you look around, you can find a lot of different things. Um, so, are we getting anything about favorite part of the Arnie? Is anything popping up? Oh, yeah. Everyone wants to know, what's your next big bench goal? What's my next big bench goal? Everyone's saying how 705 looks so smooth and uh, what number well, you're pushing for in 13 weeks. I will tell you that 705 was anything but smooth. Um, that 705-pound bench I hit at the Arnold um, this year, that was <laughs> that was a hell of a ride. That was probably the ugliest good bench I ever hit, and I got really fortunate with that one. Um, when I hit 700, well, I didn't necessarily hit it because I lost a little bit at the top, but that was probably a much smoother press than this was. This was a ride, I'll tell you. Um, got that thing to chest. I don't know how. Somehow main control, you know, kept in control of the bar, and I just threw that shit back. I heard press, and I just threw that shit. And I was just hoping to God this was going to come up somehow. And, uh, you know, it, it just happened to. And, and I got the lock. It was a good lockout. Uh, now I usually don't get a good lockout like that. But that was a solid lockout. But uh, that was a fun bench. That was a fun bench. That's what I love about multiply lifting. You don't know what the hell you're going to get. You just get under that bar take that thing for a ride. But um, That was from Brian the Hulk Forbes. Brian the Hulk Forbes. Who also says he's fueling him to get into gear lifting as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome because I remember looking up to like Manny Dezenzo. He did 900 out of me that did. And um, that, that what's got me into multiply lifting. So, you know, to think that I'm kind of inspiring someone to get into uh, multiply lifting as well is pretty awesome because that's, you know, how I started out as well. But, you know, you stick with it. You get, you get good with it over time. So um, just keep going with it, my friend. You know, you're doing awesome so far. I've seen some videos you actually lifting. So uh, keep it up. And... Um, yeah, so you know, get back to the question real quick because we covered that. Um, coming up, uh, 13 weeks, I got a, a, another bench uh, bench show. And and uh, who knows what I'm going to hit. I just want to hit more than last time. I'm going to get a new shirt in. I got a new Inzer SDP triple sleeve chest with grid stitch. Um, and I'm hoping it's going to be a very tight shirt compared to what I'm used to. So uh, really not sure. Just going to go through the training process, and we'll see what happens. Um so get back, uh, you know, if anyone is commenting here, favorite part of the Arnold Classic if you've been there, all right? I hear a lot of times it's the Strongman. What's your favorite part, Elvis? Oh, man, the Strongman is just simply incredible. It's just big men, it's big fun. weights. Oh, it's a good time. It's fun. And they got uh, Mark Henry was up there, Kaz, um, and, you know, announcing the, uh, you know, the Strongman events. is pretty much like live commentary. Um, you know, they do a great job pumping up that event they get a crowd man talk about a crowd 
these strong men, they draw a crowd. You can't even get close to that stage. That was the only time I was able to walk around the Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't like, move anywhere near that stage. Um, they draw a huge crowd. And it's fun. They do some cool stuff. They do, um, what is it, the sandbag? Was it like a loaded, it was like a kettlebell sandbag. And they had to throw it behind themselves over the bar. Uh, they had this weird... Talking about the Highland Games? Well, they had that too. They had it in Strongman and the Highland oh, Games. But yeah, they had the Highland Games right when you walk in. That's fun to watch too. That's like a, a little miniature Strongman type of deal itself. But they all wear kilts. I got to say, I don't know what it's called, but when they hold that long telephone pole looking like thing, yeah. ooh, that is impressive. Yeah, that is, that is. And what I like about the Highland Games is there is usually beer involved. And, you know, if there's beer involved, count me in, it's a party. Uh, killed some beer. That sounds like a good time to me. But, uh, yeah, I enjoy watching them as well. Uh, you know what booth was around the Highland Games? They had the, the donut. And I know you love donuts. They had a donut booth, and I guess they were on Shark Tank. I know nothing about them, but I guess they were on Shark Tank. There's a huge line wrapping around the Highland Games, and right across I'm seeing Larry Wheels. I'm sure a lot of you know Larry Wheels. He was over at the MHP booth. With Black Tom Cruise. Yep, with Black Tom Cruise, shaking hands, kissing whoever's babies were brought around. Kissing babies, signing titties. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that, was their, that was their thing for the day. Uh, uh, but this donut booth, man, I, it seemed like a lot of hype, and I ate this donut, and I was just, like, disappointed with it. Well, it's supposed to be a very macro-friendly donut. It's a very macro-friendly donut, but, you know, I'm used to Boston Cream Donuts over at Dunkin' Donuts, and, you know, I love me some Boston Cream Donuts. But, uh, you know, I'm just not a donut guy. I know you're a huge donut uh, I guy. I am insane in donuts. If you're, ever in, donuts. if you're ever around Ohio, Amy's Donuts, or if you guys have been listening from the great state of Colorado, it's also there. 180-plus flavors of donuts. 180-plus. That is nuts. It is insane, and they are the best donuts I've ever That's had in my that, life. That's uh, fancy donuts with the sprinkles and all that stuff they throw on top. They get real funky. There's oh, some yeah. real good donuts. I guess I'm not a donut guy, but I guess Amy's Donuts. Is that the place to go in Columbus? Place to go to Columbus. All right. Well, uh, you heard it there. If you're around the Arnold Classic, if you're around Columbus, drop by Amy's Donuts. Going back they to Brian. They seem like the real deal. Saber Toss is his favorite event. What is it? The Saber Toss. Saber Toss. What the hell is the Saber Toss? Is that one of the Highland Games? I'm pretty sure it is. I hope it is. Saber now that toss. I said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Saber Toss sounds like a like a type of Highland Games event, but they have some t- cool things that you don't really see in Strongman. You know what was cool? I missed that. Um, I'm mad I missed it. We kind of had to walk away when it was happening. Was that they had this stone they had to load to their shoulders, and this thing this isn't a round stone. This isn't your traditional Strongman stone. This is supposed to be like a freaking huge stone you found in the woods. Like there's jagged ends and stuff like that. Um, and I guess Brian Shaw couldn't even get it up to his shoulders. So it just goes to show you, you know, how uh, you, you might be dominating at a lot of different events, but, you know, Strongman is so spread out across things that are required of you that, um, you know, you got to really be prepared for anything. You know, you don't know really what you're going to get into. And I know, you know, same with the amateur stuff. Um, I know a lot of it is already planned ahead of time. So you kind of know what you're getting into. You know, it's released at a certain time, but you know, a lot of it too is is surprising. Um, you know, you go in there, you don't really know what you're gonna get. I guess it's kind of like CrossFit in that manner. It's definitely not like a powerlifting meet. 
No, absolutely not. Uh, powerless to me, I mean, you know what you're getting. You're getting a squat bench and a dead. Yeah. <laughs> you're not getting any surprises there. But, you know, strongman, tons of different events, really unique way to train. Um, you know, I'd be, I'd be interested in giving it a shot later down the road. But it's Seems everything like that you're not good at. It's cardio. Yes. It's over brings pressing. up a great point. And it's grip. That's right. I can't grip anything. <laughs> I can't carry anything. I can't overhead press. And I'm winded climbing up my mountain back <laughs> home now. So I'm in rough shape to try any strongman. But give me that incline log. I'm going in. <laughs> oh, he's going in. Get me on an incline bench. Give me the log and I will go to town. So, yeah, that, um, yeah, the strongman, I can go over that a bunch of times. That's my favorite part of the Arnie. Um, you have any other favorite parts of the Arnie? Well, I, I, I got to say, just all the events are always spectacular. They're always put on a great show. Is this your first year going? It's my first year going, but I've always watched it. Always, always watched watch the main it. events. You watch, like, the bodybuilding, then you watch the live stream. What was it? I watched the uh, end part of the bodybuilding. The end part. When they start doing call-outs. Okay. That's when I'm in. That's when I get invested. Yeah, I used to watch the Arnold 2 live stream bodybuilding, and it's a fun show. I'm a little partial to the bench bash this year because I got to be on stage. I got to take pictures. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Yeah, we're going to touch on that. That was a lot of fun. Um, that was something. Um, what What's your least favorite part of the Arnie? Besides the sea of people? Besides, you know, that I think <laughs> is the same for everyone. If you go on a Saturday, it's it's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And if you go on a Saturday, forget it. When I went, so my event was on a Sunday. So I went to the expo on Friday. Um, and then Saturday, I went to the city of Columbus. But I walked into that convention center on the outskirts, grabbed the bubble tea, because those things are freaking awesome. Spectacular. And, uh, and I left. I did not bother walking around. Those, that sea of people was unbelievable. Uh, I grabbed my bubble tea and I got the hell out of there. Um, we just walked around and enjoyed the, uh, you know, the outdoors. It was a nice day, cold day, but it was nice. Um, but yeah, too many people. If you go to the Arnie, go on a Friday or Sunday. Do yourself a favor. Do not go on a Saturday. It is not worth it, in my opinion. Don't go first thing in the morning. Wait till the afternoon. Mm -hmm. You're not missing anything in the morning. If you hit the convention at 12 p.m. on a Saturday. You are hitting the peak, my friend. You are not going to have a good time. You are going to have a bad time. So <laughs> Why would you travel and have a bad time? Yeah, so just don't show up at that time. Just go out, have a nice lunch or a breakfast, sleep in a little bit, and go to the RDA afternoon. Can you think of any other cons, You know, things that um, maybe you don't like as much about the event? Well, like like you said, this year there was more clothing than supplements. You you're more into the supplements. I'm more into. You the know what's disappointing? Free samples. There used uh. to be, uh, you know, I see people coming out with bags and bags of free samples, and now it's more like you gotta wait in line for an hour to get a few samples in a big bag. So even those people with big bags, they're fooling you. There's nothing in them unless they bought something. <laughs> you ain't getting much free samples. I got a free pair of socks and I was ecstatic. That's about all I got. All the pre-workout samples were literally just cups that you could drink right there. There was no packets. Very yeah, no, yeah, there was. Yeah, it's all drinkable stuff there. Um, you know, you can only handle so much pre-workout before you just crash hard. Uh, but you're waiting in line for an hour. Just hopefully, you, know, you got drop your email and, and get a few samples. But uh, that's really disappointing because I 
first time I went, I was expecting, uh, you know, a lot of samples. I was going to come home with bags and bags, uh, but not the case. First year my friend went, he came back with a tub of whey. A tub of whey. A free tub of whey. Wow. He got he got lucky. The biggest package I got, shout out to Lenny Larry's Cookies, two pumpkin muffins. Two pumpkin muffins. muffins. See, to these standards, <laughs> that is making out big. Um, I bought beef jerky. I think that's a pretty cool deal. Chef's cut. Get five bags for 20 bucks. I do that every year because I love my beef jerky. Um, you know, shout out to Lou at the gym. He makes shout some, out to he makes some great, great beef jerky. Um, at Lewis Band 220, I think. Shout out to all those home makers of beef jerky. You guys are holding it down for the craft beef jerky department. All right, keep up the hard work. Live your dreams. Make beef jerky good again. All right. So I'm talking cons too. Uh, one for me is definitely, you know, I'm not a big fan of Columbus, Ohio. I'm just not a huge fan of that area. You know, if you drive around outside the convention, you know, outside the city, you know, not a bad city, not the hugest city, but, you know, if you drive around from there, uh, it's not, it's very, uh, I don't like to use the word a poor area, uh, but yeah, it is. It's a poor area. It's a lot of kind of trashed houses, um, but, you know, it just doesn't really have that appeal to me, um, you know, but uh, you know if that if they had the Arnie and a big big ass city that was popping, you know I I'll be down with that. But I'm just not a huge fan of Columbus. It's cold, it's cold. I'd like a warm weather event. <laughs> just not my thing. So that's kind of a con for me. And um, Coops Cooper wants you to say beef jerky some more. Beef jerky. Who's this Cooper? It's Coops Cooper. Beef jerky. I know he loves me some. He loves that beef jerky too. I'm a beef jerky fan myself. Uh, can't go wrong with that. So I want to give a shout out to a nice small, I guess a small town venue there. My man El Gato Grande. He uh, he he went to Ohio State University. And I had a chance to walk around that place. It was really nice. Really nice school. Makes me kind of wonder why I went to UMass. But um, yeah, I walked around and. You know, great place, and he, he he went there, so he knows the spots, and he recommended me to Thurman's, and I guess Thurman's is the place to be. That is like the local spot, you know, from what he's telling me. Um, you know, small bar, small place in general, but they got this burger. I had it. I had the burger. It's called the Thurminator, <laughs> and this thing. Listen, I've seen some big burgers, but this thing was just outrageous. Like, I, this was to the point where it wasn't a burger anymore. Uh, it was literally like two huge-ass beef patties stacked on top of each other. Uh, you weren't picking it up. There's no way. You know, there's, there's bacon and shit on here, lettuce, and, and like all kinds of crazy bullshit. You're literally taking a fork, and you're just digging into the side of this thing. It's just a bunch of beef patties with, like, shit thrown on it and buns. It was great. Don't get me wrong, but this thing was just outrageously huge. Uh, it should have been like some kind of eating contest. But I had a really good time over at Thurman's. Uh, that was pretty cool. So shout out to Thurman's if you're in that Columbus area. Definitely a place to check out. Huge wait, though. You know, If you don't go at the right time, you're going to be waiting a while. 
but well worth it in my opinion. N- nice place to check out. Some place you gotta check out if you're in the area. Uh, and we also got Amy's Donuts. So two spots for oh, Amy's listening Donuts. to the podcast. Don't get me started. I'll start driving back there. <laughs> so two spots for you going to uh, Columbus that you gotta check out. Um, I want to kind of recap the whole bench bash. You know that was the event that I competed in. Um, fortunate to be there. You know the XBC bench bash on the main stage. So this was in the Columbus Convention Center. All right. So we're getting in there. Sunday morning, I guess the place, I didn't know, the place doesn't open until 10. So, the event's starting at, what was it, I was like 12, something like that. It was that. either 12 or 11. It's, it's starting at 12. Yeah. I figured we'd have to warm up around 11. Um, so, I wanted to be early. I was going to get there around 9.30 or so. And Louie kind of beat me to it. Louie gets in there. He was handling me at the He's He's handing me off, you know, you know, doing all my warm-ups and stuff like that. Very thankful to have him there to help me out. And Elvis coming in to film. Um... But uh, he got there early, and they had the whole thing blocked off. And I guess he was trying to kind of sneak in. And then he, he kind of got into a tussle with one of the security guys. And he's like, sir, I'm going to make you back off right now. Uh, I forget the extent of what exactly he said, but um, that was a funny story. I could see Lou trying to take on a security guy because he's actually a security guy himself. Uh, he, he works at the, at the bars doing security. So um, that would be a nice little battle. But, uh, yeah, we got in there. Uh, early it was 10 um, I was eating some Sour Patch Kids and stuff getting my head right so um, we get back in the back room around 11 or so and we're starting warm ups everything's in kilos so I don't know what the hell's on the bar I just told Louie hey get me around this number in pounds you know, I don't know what the hell's on the bar I'm just going to take it for a ride um, so the whole time warming up I couldn't tell you my warm ups I just knew they felt nice they felt nice and it was going to be a good day Elvis is filming. He's, he's, you know, calling the shots with the film crew. We had Tommy Matthews down there helping us out. Um, really awesome having those guys. Uh, no one else had a film crew, but we come prepared. We bring the film crew. We are ready to go. Uh, backstage passes. So uh, we're back there warming up. And, uh, you know, the event's starting, and the crowd is, is awesome. What what it feel like getting out there throwing the shirts around Elvis? It was absolutely incredible. The crowd just went wild. Yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. I haven't ever been, um, you know, able, fortunate enough to bench in front of a crowd like that yet. And you know, at first I was like, I don't know if this crowd's gonna be dead throwing out these t-shirts. I raise up a t-shirt just to see what happens. Everyone's hands are going up. People are freaking out for this t-shirt. And I'm just like, this is freaking awesome. So I'm just launching t-shirts. It was a, it was a great time. It was like someone pulled their titties out. It was it was awesome. They were ready. It was great. Yeah, we were we were. I'm the only thing I'm a little disappointed of is I only had you know x amount of shirts. I should have been more prepared. I should have brought like 50 shirts just to throw around. I should have brought a shirt for everyone in that crowd. <laughs> Next year, I know what to do. Bring more shirts. Because I have more fun throwing those damn things out than I probably do benching. Um, yeah, it was a blast kind of working the crowd, throwing shirts out. Um, and then it was time to bench. Time to bench. We got the call outs. Everyone's name got called. We got out there, lined up. Um, and then it was time to bench. I hit, what was it, Elvis? I think it was like 638. 638 was the first attempt. That yeah, went smooth. That, that was butter. Yeah, that went very smooth. I was surprised with that. Time out. You got to back up before the bench. For people who don't know, he had the red beard going. 
Oh, the red beard. The crowd was loving it. The announcer was loving it. Yeah, everyone was announcing that red beard. That was, uh, you know, something I just kind of wanted to stand out. That's always kind of my gig, not my gimmick. Uh, I'll paint my face uh, black, you know, with eye black, the baseball stuff. I'll do some kind of freaky design. Uh, first one I ever did was the Bryce Harper. I saw some kind of freaky thing looking black eye black he did, and, and I copied that. Um, I throw the bandana on. It was a Hulkamania bandana um, that I first ever wore. I hit 600 with that thing on. But that's a huge crowd favorite, that Hulkamania bandana. Man, I tell you, everyone has something to say about the Hulkamania bandana. Um, but, yeah, that was my whole gimmick. I painted my beard red, uh, which I was a little nervous, you know, walking around with a red beard. Uh, I definitely got a lot of looks getting out of the hotel because I had to do that in the hotel. So I'm walking around a hotel looking like some kind of crazy person with a red beard. Um yeah, I just don't like that kind of attention. Everyone's looking at me. I'm on the bus with a red beard. Everyone's kind of looking at me like, what the hell is this guy doing? And so I'm just trying to get back there as soon as I can because I, I just want to kind of get this red beard off. But it was great for the show. You know, like you said, everyone was announcing, you know, with the red beard. And, and I, you know, I did, did the job. I stood out there. You know, that was something to kind of be remembered by. But, yeah, I hit that 638 first attempt, 683 second attempt. Still came up smooth. So we were like, uh, I told Louie in the back, I was like, I already won this thing. You know, I, a lot of people were having a rough go. There there's some bomb outs. Um, I was two for two at the moment, and I had a, uh, was a five, no, it was an eight-pound PR. On um, your second attempt. Yeah, which is awesome. You know, couldn't ask for anything better than that. I don't get greedy at meets, guys. If I can hit, like, if I can hit a one-pound PR, I remember... <laughs> I had 600 and I hit 605 one meet. It's kind of a while in between there, and and I was ecstatic about that 605. You know, I'll take what I can get. So I was already winning in my mind. So I was just like, they're gonna throw on the 705. We're just gonna take this freaking thing for a ride. And I knew it was gonna get freaky. I knew it wasn't gonna come up easy. Um, I didn't know what how the hell it was gonna go, but I knew it was gonna go somehow. And, and man, it, it turned out to be one of those wild rides. It's like getting on a freaking Bruckin, Bucking Bronco at a bar and just taking that bad boy for a ride, seeing what happens, see how long you can stay with it. And uh, luckily, I stayed with that bench, and it came up. And they gave me two whites, one red. I don't ever look at it, I guys. I don't look at the um, the thing. I just kind of um, kind of pray in my head that I hit the thing. And, you know, I, I react off people's reactions. You know, you're either going to hear the, uh, or the, or the cheers. And, and lucky I heard cheers. And, um, you know, I was just kind of filled with emotion at that point and went backstage, get my smelly shirt off. And, guys, when I say smelly shirt, my shirt is smelly. Man, <laughs> I feel bad for everyone that stands around me. Um, I got to wash that thing. But it's kind of a superstitious thing. I don't want to mess with the shirt. Oh, the yeah. one time I did dry a shirt, what happens? It explodes. <laughs> the shirt completely exploded. A weight fell on my chest. You know, it's deep in my Instagram archives. But man, um, I don't want to put a shirt near anything now. You know, it wasn't smart drying. It was kind of an effort to tighten the shirt. I was, you know, newer to the whole multi ply, or it was actually a single ply shirt. But. Um, yeah, I gotta wash that thing. It's smelly. It, it's gross. It's pretty smelly, and I'm hoping this new one um, stays fresh for a while. All right, but no, Behorn called you a copycat with the red beard. What'd he say? Copycat. Copy cat. Listen, listen. This Behorn guy, 
he he has his own gimmick, which he is not taking advantage of. He's the Viking. We got the Gallahorn for him. He comes out to lift. We're like, we it's clap an awesome our hands, gimmick. Do the skull. Yeah, the it's whole an Minnesota awesome Vikings. gimmick. If he doesn't do it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what'll end up happening. I'll take his freaking Viking gimmick. But um, yeah, I think. Just having that kind of um, presence on stage is really fun for powerlifting. You know, you don't want to just be another guy up there lifting. You got to have something, just like WWE. And what if you just had a bunch of wrestlers walking out? They didn't have any like personality or gimmick to them. Then you just got a bunch of dudes rolling around the ring, and you know, might as well call it UFC. And that guy's coach Ben said you got to be able to cut a promo. Y'all be able to cut a good promo out there on the bench. All right, that's part of it. But, yeah, everyone should have more of a gimmick. You know, wear something crazy. Kind of have something that separates you from the rest of the pack. Um, you know, I would make powerlifting pretty freaking awesome. If we had people come out to entrance music, had some smoke going and stuff, might as well put on a show with it. I'm going to start my own federation. If someone doesn't take this idea and run with it, I'm going to take it and run with it. I'm going to have the, the sickest powerlifting federation. We're going to have smoke machines and light shows and stuff. Um, it's going to be less about what the hell you did there and how you performed, because that's freaking awesome. This is a photographer's wet dream right there. That's Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's going to be one hell of a show. We might as well make battles out of it, too. That's the other thing that's missing. If we're going to rant about this a little bit, is you got to have some battles out there. You know, it's it, I'm sick of the whole you versus you. You know, that's good for your first two, three years of lifted. It's always fun to see that progress and aim to be better than yourself. But I want to see some battles. I want to see some competitiveness get back into it. Um, I want to start seeing people get pit up against other people. Uh, I don't know, reach out, find other lifters, and just kind of like set a date and battle. You know what I mean? That's fun. And just kind of hype it up. The meet you're doing in 13 weeks, there's some good battles there. Yeah, there's some tremendous battles. You got um, Big Rich versus, versus Jim Frainer, and I'm excited to see that. Um, that's going to be a hell of a battle. Both guys are going to be pushing around 900 pounds. Um, yeah, Dave Kingwater gets the idea. You know, I talked to Dave Kingwater. I wasn't going to be doing this meet. Um, it's my fiance's birthday weekend. You know, I wasn't sure how I was going to spin that. I don't want to get in trouble here. But, um, you know, I, I wasn't planning on being there. Uh, very busy, you know, going into this summer. These weekends, very busy. But, you know, Dave's talking to me, and he's hyping it up like it's going to be some kind of crazy WWE event. And I'm just, I'm like, wow, I'm sold. I am sold. He's got battles and stuff. He was talking about pitting me up against someone, kind of like hyping it up. And I was like, sold. I got to make this happen. So I'm asking around. Um, and, and then I'm getting ideas, you know, turning stones around the area. So I was like, yeah, this is great. Well, you know, we'll make a weekend out of it. And it's, it's going to be great for both of us. So um, we were able to, to spin it. And, and I'm very excited for that event. That sounds like it's going to be awesome. And he hypes it up like, like, we're coming out of curtains and stuff, and, and there's going to be battles, and it's just a ruckus type of atmosphere. And it's all bench-only, guys. It's going to get ruckus, and I am super pumped up for this event. Super pumped up. <laughs> so I'm hoping you can come down and film this thing. I'm hoping it's I can make it. It's going to be rowdy. It sounds fantastic. It is going to be rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's got going on in the comments? Anything going on in the comments? Nope, nope. So, you know, we talked a little bit about the bench bash. It was a crazy, crazy meet. That was a lot of fun, and I am excited for July, too. Uh, after the show, you know, what 
what was uh, what did you do after the show? You had to head back, huh? You had to drive back. You had to drive back. Stop by Amy's Donuts. Got two dozen donuts. Amy, Amy's Donuts, of course. I got five bags of donut holes. <laughs> Three bags made it back. It'll last you about the first hour of your drive. Right you got to re- restock. Put the donuts in the trunk so I can eat all of them. I am a donut fiend. It's he's, a, he's crazy. Donuts and coffee. I'm, I'm making weight. I haven't had a donut in like six weeks. That, that's hard for him, too. I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed he hasn't eaten a donut yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I went and I got a bubble tea. Second bubble tea of the weekend. What's I, your I favorite, love bubble tea. What's your favorite kind of bubble tea? Man, I'm still trying to get into the flavors. I'm trying to see what I like. Uh, I think I had some like lavender. It's like lavender bubble tea. Lavender is a good one. I don't know. It was good. I just like the balls in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a big fan of the balls. <laughs> yeah, I like the balls in the thing there. Uh, I guess they're tapioca. Is that the deal? They are tapioca balls. Yeah, I, I love those tapioca balls in my tea. Uh, that makes all the difference. You know, if I just drank that thing plain without the balls, then it's not the same. It is not the same. It is not the same. Well, you got to bring no. you out to some good places to get you some different balls in your life. Yeah, I need some different balls in there. But uh, you know what was disappointing, though, is when they give you a warm bubble tea. Like, it's warm at the top and cold at the bottom for the ice. And then you get this weird mixture of, like, ice ice and cold or, or cold and hot. And I don't like that shit. These are some bad bubble tea spots. It's just got to be, like, icy bubble tea. Yeah. Like, I just want some nice icy bubble tea. But, yeah, that's what I did after the event. I walked around a little bit. It was kind of cool. Um... Uh, some some uh, father came up with his son, and they were telling me how they enjoyed watching me lift, and and that was really awesome. And uh, some other lady came up to me, and uh, you know said nice performance and whatnot, and and uh, you know I just thought it was cool. You know people saw the event, and they were uh, you know they probably recognized me because of my red beard I was still walking around with. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. And then I see I got a message too from from uh, Ray Williams, Ray Ray. Uh, on my Instagram, you know, he sends me a photo of Elvis over here, <laughs> and he's like, "Your boy getting chopped." He's over at the uh, the Beard Maestros getting his haircut. You know, they sponsor Ray Ray. Um, Ray Ray got me a haircut. He in addition to my beard, Ray Ray hooked me up. Shout out to Optimus Prime. Yeah, Optimus. I just get a message Optimus Prime, and I look at it. And it's, <laughs> it's just a picture of Elvis's face, and he's such a happy guy. You never see him not smile. He's always smiling. He had a really weird smile sitting in that seat with the beard trimmer guys. <laughs> Ray Ray's just taking a picture of me. I have my glasses on. I can't He's see what's happening. He's just a happy guy. Ray Ray's taking pictures <laughs> of him. He's getting his beard trimmed. It was awesome. So that was that. And then, uh, yeah, I guess West Side versus the World premiered that weekend, too. Uh, I have not seen that. I still need to see it. I think it. the only way you can still see it was at, at that pre-screening. I don't think there's a full launch yet. I do not think that. I think you're right. Um, which I'm kind of pissed I didn't like get a ticket or something to go see that because I really want to see that documentary. Um, but, you know, I'm sure it'll be out soon and, and uh, maybe we can shoot the shit about it on one of the podcasts. I'm very excited to see that. Um, I think any powerlifter is. I mean, there should be more. You know, seeing all these strongman documentaries popping up, where's the ones for powerlifting? It's one of those things where powerlifters can't cut a promo. That's you're dead on. Yeah, I guess they can't cut a promo. You get the mic on them, and they just they just have nothing. They just have nothing. You you see Eddie Hall; he's going in. He's talking about how he's fat. He's about to die, (laughs) and then you get a powerlifter. It's like I lifted a weight. (laughs) Yeah, so not much action, I guess. But yeah, I'm excited to see that. And then you know another cool spot. I'm gonna shout out another spot. So what do we got on the list? We got Thermums, Amy's Donut, and then I want to shout out Pins Auto Body. 
Oh, Pins Auto Body, what's that? Pins Auto Body. I'm walking around uh, Columbus after. Uh, I'm trying. I went to a brewery. I'm not. I can't remember the name uh, exactly of this brewery. It was a great spot. They had a lot of good beers. Um, but I walk down Columbus and we find Pins Auto Body. And I'm like, this, this place looks pretty deserted right now. You know, another reason I'm not really into Columbus. You know, it looked pretty deserted. And uh, there's no one around. We see this place looks totally like an auto body. One of those speakeasy type spots. Um, pins auto body. But I see, I swear to God, I see like fire. and People sitting around a fire. And I'm like, this is no auto body. This is not, something's weird here. So I'm looking. Then I realize, hey, this is a bar. So I walk in. They got a lot of good beers. Um... So I'm sitting down. I'm like, this is a really dead bar. There's no one really around. Um, but they have an awesome outside area. A lot of games, fire pits and stuff. It was pretty freaking awesome. And uh, yeah, I get some beer. And then I have to go to the bathroom. So I'm walking down to the bathroom. I turn to the left. There's a little uh, uh, indent there. Um, I didn't know what I was going to see. And I look down. And I see a whole bowling alley. A whole bowling alley. So I venture over there. And there's like tables everywhere. People. This place was popping. Little pins bowling alley, and I'm realizing the scale of this place is is absolutely enormous. This is the biggest bar I've probably ever been in. So, you know, that was awesome. We hung out near the pins place a little bit, and then we uh, went outside. And it was a cold night in Columbus, but we sat next to the fire, and it was great. Enjoyed my beer. Um, but yeah, that was that was great. So I'll shout out Pins Auto Body. That's a cool spot out in Columbus, Ohio. If you're around there. But yeah, the whole Arnie, I had a really great experience yet again. This is actually my third one. The, the first, I was actually uh, helping coach some lifters. I was not competing. Um, last last year, I competed, and then this year, um, competing on the main stage. That was pretty awesome. Uh, your first Arnie, right? My first Arnie, and I got to be on the main stage. Yeah, wow, that's, that's pretty awesome. Can't top that. Pretty awesome. Uh, I'm excited next year. I'm excited to be back. You know, three times in a row with the Arnie kind of loses its uh, shock appeal. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's always so awesome because it's the people that make it awesome. You're around other lifters. So everyone's into the same thing. Um, and you're just shooting the shit about lifting. You all have common ground. Um, you know, that rarely happens. You know, being in, the, in this type of a sport, uh, you don't really walk around and encounter other lifters. It's kind of cool when that happens. But... Um, I'm telling you, this whole city for this weekend, it's like this is their weekend. Like every hotel is sold out. They know that this is their money-making weekend. Everyone knows when the Arnie comes around in Columbus, Ohio. That is that is the weekend. That's probably the only time people are in Columbus, <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> I don't think they have people any other time. I don't think you're going to be welcome to Columbus, Ohio anymore <laughs> after this podcast. I think I'm trashing it a little bit too much. <laughs> Nothing against Columbus. They got really cool spots. Um, but, yeah, I think this is the only time they have people. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it, they had a really nice – the city was really nice. Walking around the city, uh, it was really cool. They went by the – I forget, was it the uh, – the, uh, they have the hockey rink. Yes, yes, they do. Which hockey rink is that? I can't remember. Anything. I have no idea. <laughs> and I just know there was a homeless guy outside the hockey rink, and he kept wanting money for a bus ride. And I knew that money probably wasn't going towards the bus ride. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was really fun. Great weekend, you know, to sum it up. you have any uh, closing thoughts there, 
Um, if we got any questions coming in from the Instagram No questions. Live. I just want to say, since you're shouting out all these places, I want to shout out the Maestros. All right. Gave me the real hookup. My barber, David Fitbar. Great conversation <laughs> with him. <laughs> that was the Maestro. That was the Maestro. Okay. They, yeah. they, you know, they got a good thing going because who has beards? Powerlifters. Power they have beards. Great market. You know, I don't think anyone's just doing that, you know, for powerlifter type of deal. And they have, they sponsor lifting athletes. You know, really great idea. And if they didn't take it first, I would have took it. <laughs> <laughs> they sponsor one of, like, the greatest powerlifters in the sport right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Ray Ray. And, um, you know, there's a few others as well. I think they got some bodybuilders, too. Yeah, they do. All with great beards. Yep. And I'm sure they get hooked up with, you know, very sleek trims. They do a great job. I actually bought some of their beard butter. Um, and I love it. I love it. it. Makes my beard smell good, feel luxurious. <laughs> so shout out to the beard maestros if you got a nice beard, which you should if you're in the lifting game. Um, check out their stuff. It's uh, you know they they do a great job with their their brand. All right, I think we're rounding out this episode of the Benchcast. All right, so uh, I will see you guys next week. Where you can find us. Elvis, where can they get hit you up? You can find me at Small Arm Legstrong on Instagram. Small Arm Legstrong. And you can find us at Big Benches on Instagram. Make sure you check out when we go live because we are filming podcasts when we go live and it is your time to interact with us and get shout out on the podcast. You can follow me personally at Bench and Benny on Instagram. Big Benches on Facebook, on YouTube. Make sure you check out our tips. Uh, make sure you go into your uh, podcast provider here you go on itunes leave us a review if if you leave us a review on itunes and you message me and let me know that you did um i will send you personally a team lanyard all right and this isn't any lanyard this one has a bottle opener <laughs> clip bottle opener click a uh, clip breakaway back detachable neck this thing's the real deal so it's yours, completely free. I will ship it to you. Just go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and just let me know you love the podcast. All right, guys, I will see you on a bench next week.